This episode of Everything Sounds is sponsored by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial with no credit card required and 10% off your first purchase, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code EVSOUNDS. That's EVSOUNDS, E-V-S-O-U-N-D-S. Also by Sound Studio 4 for Mac. If you want to record and edit audio, you can find this affordable option at macsoundstudio.com. Again, that's Sound Studio 4 for Mac. Ignition sequence start. Everything. Everything. Sounds. Sounds. This is Everything Sounds. I'm Craig Shank. And I'm George Drake Jr. This is Everything Sounds. At this point, we can all acknowledge that it's difficult to remain anonymous in today's culture. Most of us have opted to make some sort of presence known online, either through forums or social media accounts. But even if you haven't, everything is still seemingly traceable. But still, there are some people that are able to walk that line and maintain an anonymous presence. So yeah, I, I'm sorry to have to do this all old school and everything, but I just got out of the day job for the day, and basically I'm just going to record my end into a Roland and talk to you on the phone, if that's cool. That's Magnus Genioso, or at least that's the name he's given himself. He's actually changed his voice a little bit to retain his identity. He's a founding member of an artist collective known as Mad Genius. And now, according to their SoundCloud page, they're based in Sweden. But according to his accent, he's obviously American. But he wouldn't tell us where he was based. <laughs> Somewhere in the Midwest. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> that. That doesn't matter. Mad Genius is primarily based online. Okay, there you go. We are, we are in the Ethernet. We are floating amongst the sound addicts out there in the web. According to Magnus, they initially chose to hide their identities because they have real jobs and they're in public radio and television. For the most part, most of the people who are involved in, in Mad Genius are media rejects. They have day jobs, but they feel as though they could be a lot more quirky if they played with noises. And those noises, they're gathered many times illegally from media outlets. You know, news broadcasting and in some cases our own employers and we thought, well, maybe it would be good just to use a different name for a little while. And the different name just kind of stuck. Leaving him with a second identity. And so, yeah, I, I adopted the name of a Swedish expatriate who moved to this country to make music with found sounds and samples. Mad Genius didn't begin as an artist's collective. They came together to record an album, kind of form a band. But instead of a band in the traditional sense, they wanted to create music out of noises as opposed to instruments. They wanted to create what Magnus calls the Deaf Leopard Hysteria of found sound albums. And so that's how the project began, and initially it was a band. It was just a straight up, you know, pop band. And as time went on, the record kept stretching longer and longer because we're such detail addicts. The record at this point is probably around 85-90% done. We have like 14 songs in the bag, probably 10 of them are ready really to go on the record, the other four are not quite up to our standards, and none of them have vocals on them yet. There are four main members in the group, and they're known as the Inner Circle. As for the rest of the members, well, anyone can be a part of the collective. 
So as long as they can contribute instruments, as we like to view them, they can be called band members and they can be part of our collective and they can steal samples from us. We'll steal samples from them. If they want to use an alias like we do, they can. Uh, if they don't want to, that's fine. It's sort of a in through the outdoor type collective, this, if that makes sense. And even though Mad Genius started as a band and what they do is still musical, they're not traditional musicians. We're more akin to sound designers in film than we are to musicians per se. We like finding a really weird noise and just totally distorting it into something that's musical. It's almost as if they hear what the sound will become before they even start distorting it. He gave us two examples of those instruments that they've created. Uh, one is of a what we think is a boys choir, and it's just the sound of wind whistling under a door, and we were able to sort of deduce what pitch it was in, and then we uh, just layered about six or seven or eight different voices on top of each other and it became a little boys choir. And we did another one. Another sample that we sent you is a hook from a song uh, currently titled very cheekily, Diamonds in Your Belly. I don't know where that title came from. <laughs> and uh, that song uh, features the main melodic instrument of a doorbell from a porn shop near where I live. It's a little electronic doorbell. Uh, anyone who knows this doorbell will immediately know where I live because this doorbell is pretty distinctive. Uh, but when you walk into this porn shop, yeah, it had this nice sort of long electronic ring to it. And because it had this sort of steely ringy quality, we, did, we envisioned it as a steel guitar. And we just pulled that note really far out <laughs> and started warping it a little bit. And it created this wonderful sort of uh, Hank Williams-esque type feel. Maybe Hank Williams Jr., not Sr. <laughs> As it stands now, Mad Genius isn't only centered around the album. It's evolved into pieces that are more story-driven, topical, and could loosely fit within the public radio world. And that was just an outlet for people in the collective who were sort of frustrated media professionals to do something really weird, in particular with radio. They're still primarily music-based, but they're more multimedia-oriented. And so now you've got two mad geniuses. You've got the multimedia wing, which mostly does the the very crazy public radio-esque series of pieces, very sound-involved, enriched, and very pop music-based. And then you've got the band, which is still working on the record and slowly but surely going to eventually put out this grand sort of artistic statement that will also be very danceable. <laughs> With the new multimedia wing of Mad Genius established, the question was, what do we do with it? Well, they weren't really sure. We were sending our pieces out to, you know, longtime NPR pros, and they were saying, boy, this is really great. You guys are great editors, but there's really nothing I can do with it. The pieces were essentially collages, or as Magnus puts it, the girl talk of CNN. Yeah. Essentially, as a whole, the collages, or mashups if you'd rather, painted a picture of how quickly the year was going by, and they started to see a theme developing. The overlying theme of all of those 2012 pieces was the apocalypse is going to end us all. <laughs> so all of, these, all of these pieces were about society just crumbling. But there were two downsides. 
One, the point of view was that of the media and not the people who lived through the events. That made it difficult for people to relate to. And two, public radio still wanted nothing to do with the pieces. Because they were just too weird. But that changed when a story from Florida gained national attention at the beginning of 2012. Um, it took Trayvon Martin and that story to really turn it around because we thought, wait, hold on a second. We could do a piece that's really story-driven and we could use the way the web is reacting to the story as the musical underpinning, the instrumentation. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website or online portfolio. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code EVSOUNDS. Squarespace is constantly improving their platform with new features, new designs, and even better support. They have beautiful designs for you to start with, and all of the style options you need to create a unique website for you or for your business. Squarespace has over 20 customizable templates for you to choose from. It's incredibly easy to use, but if you want some help, Squarespace has an amazing support team that works 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And get this, all of that, it starts at just $8 a month. Every design automatically includes a unique mobile experience that matches the overall style of your website onto a mobile device. So your content will look great on every device, every time. If you'd like to try it out, start a trial with no credit card required and start building your website. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code EVSOUNDS to get 10% off and show your support for everything sounds. Thanks. That's when the Mad Genius crew turned to YouTube, SoundCloud, CNN, MSNBC, NPR, and other organizations to find different ways that people were responding to the Trayvon Martin, George Zimmerman story. I mean, there were people writing songs and poems, and we found, you know, like a tuba tribute to Trayvon Martin. We found, you know, bass players making tributes to Trayvon Martin. And we snipped all these little pieces and put them together into one song with an actual chord progression this time and an actual mood to it. And the reception of that piece was great. The outcome of all of it was a piece called Someone Screaming Outside. It's comprised entirely of the 911 calls made by the neighborhood residents. It's haunting, emotional, gritty, and at times it's just difficult to listen to. But what's most compelling is the calls. They're presented in a chronological order, so they establish a timeline. When we were editing those, the plan was, let's just tell it in linear fashion. Let's not say this person is at fault or George Zimmerman is at fault. Let's just lay them out in in time order and allow the listener to just experience the night as if they were standing at the window looking out at their backyard at this fight. Central Police Department. Hey, we've had some break-ins in my neighborhood and there's a real suspicious guy. He's got a hand in his waistband. Are you following him? Yeah. Okay, we don't need you to do that. Okay. Ah, they always get away. Correct? Correct. Someone's out there with a flashlight. A flashlight. He's behind my house. Where at? Is he right outside? Right outside our house. Pouring rain, why would they be outside? 
And, and that was compelling to us that, you know, especially the old lady at the end, that woman was the most, that was, that was a special piece of audio that we had to save because she stayed on the phone the longest. If you listen to the original 911 tapes, she stayed on with the operator about 20 minutes after the shot, just talking to him saying, I don't know what to do. I, I don't want to live in this neighborhood anymore. And she kept saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. So that immediately became the hook right there. But we had to end the piece with her because she was the last woman to hang up. And when she hangs up, in a sense, it's almost an end of the story in a, in a certain way, even though the story continued on. The, the way witnesses perceive the attack, that story's over. She hangs up the phone. That's the end. And so continues the theme. The apocalypse is going to end us all. And so we continue kind of going down that path of finding very strange characters that had to do with this crazy apocalyptic year we were living in and allowing them to tell their stories. Later in 2012, BBC Radio 4 approached Mad Genius about creating a piece for their Shortcuts series. They stumbled onto our work and said, could you do something about, you know, science? So they chose to make a piece about the Higgs boson. 
Now we've done our research, and we're not theoretical physicists, so here's our brief and probably horrible explanation of what the Higgs boson is. Particles move around on what's theoretically known as the Higgs field, named for Peter Higgs. The field slows particles down, allowing them to interact and combine as opposed to flying around at light speed. In July of 2012, a Higgs boson, which is a part of that field after two particles collided, was reportedly detected. Hopefully that sort of makes sense. And we thought, okay, how about the guy who designed the device that, you know, all those kooks out there are saying are going to rip a hole in the universe and create a black hole? That, that fits into the 2012 theme. <laughs> and, and so, sure enough, Peter Higgs became one of our characters. This is a show I like to call Nerd News. Communicator on. On the 4th of July at CERN, the home of the Large Hadron Collider, there's going to be data presented about the Higgs boson either saying that they have found it or they haven't found it. And the Higgs field is what gives everything mass. I think we have it. Should I say that I'm pleased? Magnificent. You agree? The ZZ and Gamma Gamma, they line up extremely well. Five standard deviations. Higgs bosons. Now, if Justin Bieber, right, was trying to cross a room and all these girls came up, and we're hoarding around him, right? See how it adds resistance, right? These are like Higgs. Justin Bieber mass. So your Higgs boson particle is probably connected to God. We each have some of these in our brain. One of them is a little God particle that rotates around the Higgs boson and attracts the light things. But it's all connected. Everything's connected. So you better be a good boy. Doesn't tell you anything about God except that God is a mathematician. I think we have it. Should I say that I'm pleased? I'm just overwhelmed. You agree? The ZZ and Gamma Gamma, they line up extremely well. Five standard deviations. Higgs bosons. I have just lost $100. Now we arrive at the point in question. Pay attention to the symbolism 666. They are up to something far bigger. The irreparable damage they've done to the planet. Earthquakes, floods, volcanoes. And I don't believe the globalists went to all this expense to find a subatomic particle. As crazy as it may sound, we are at war with the globalists. I always stick to the facts. Possibly time travel. In 1960, I simply put together a model theory, a very simple one. I sent it off to CERN. They rejected it. Expose-ons. I can remember the excitement building up. They got a standing ovation started cheering and stamping. My own life has changed. It's nice to be right about something sometimes. Higgs <laughs> bosons. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Should I say that I'm pleased? I'm just overwhelmed. You agree? The ZZ and Gamma Gamma, they line up extremely well. Five standard deviations. We were told that we were wrong. Should I say that I'm pleased? It's nice to be right about something sometimes. You agree? It's incredible that it's happened in my lifetime. Not only in your lifetime, Peter. It shows the value of just imagining. Imagining. And it, Higgs boson is just what a what a delightful bouncy piece that is. If I do say so myself, it's just really it's a fun piece to listen to, and it's probably my personal favorite of the bunch. Rounding out 2012, there was an event in October that paralyzed the entire East Coast and crippled the Midwest. Of course, it's Hurricane Sandy. But they didn't focus on the storm. Instead, they focused on the story of one guy named Mike Ian. Now, Mike says that he was swept away from his grandmother's house on the New Jersey coastline and brought right out into the bay, but somehow managed to find his way back to shore on the same street after swimming for hours. And he was so over the top <laughs> that we just could not help writing a song around him. And that's the way it came out. They call it The Adventures of Hurricane Mike. My kitchen went. I thought the whole house was going to go, so I called call my father. And I'm like, I ain't going to make it. I'm sorry, I... I you don't think, you know? You don't, you, you don't think. I opened up the door, and all I saw was the bay. The water rose. The current took me all the way into the bay. You don't, you, you don't think. I, I, I try to find anything I can 
anything. I have to burn here. I ain't gonna make it. I wrote that note. Tell my father I tried. Oh, I, I was with a baby about it. I did my thing. Please live life. I'm screaming. I love you. All of those uh, noises behind Mike and that piece are sounds from the hurricane. Transformers exploding on telephone poles and the wind edited down to a brief bit of a second and turned into a kick drum. And you hear instruments that came from people who wrote songs about Hurricane Sandy. So you heard some guitars in the mix and basses. And my favorite bit Actually, there is a sample of sort of a groaning sound in there. It's kind of subaudible, but we used it in a couple of pieces. Some dude claimed he recorded the sound of God speaking about the end of the world, and it just happened to strike a perfect B, <laughs> just a, just the right note, and we're like, oh, we can auto-tune that. And we turned it into a keyboard patch, and it became this sort of ominous, you know, dark, you know, satanic Brian Eno-esque sort of keyboard sound, and we used that on a, on a couple of pieces, including Hurricane Mike. Now that 2012 has come and gone, Magnus and Mad Genius are working on a project that Craig and I get to tell you about before you hear it from anyone else. It's not what you've been hearing so far, but it's kind of the same. It's just a bit different. We're going to try to bend the Mad Genius aesthetic a little bit even closer to more traditional conservative public radio, just to see if anybody would pick up these pieces. It's called Whereabouts. It's a simple concept, but because Mad Genius does what they do, it's a little bit more complicated. They want to create a short public radio series about the sense of place and how it relates to people. The plan is to speak with people who have interesting and original surroundings. They record their conversation, record the sounds of their surroundings, and, much like what they've done in the past, create a song out of those sounds, layering their vocals on top. First on their list, a guy who lives in his record store. And this little record store is just, is the word dilapidated? Just completely, it's a very, it's a shack, this record store. And this man has lived there for many, many years. He lives in his little shack made of metal. And he sells his vinyl records from the 50s, 60s, and 70s to anyone who's interested. And we're interested in recording this metal shed that he lives in taking the creaks of the metal under the winter sky and the knock of the door and the crackling of the vinyl when he when he lays the needle down on his record because he only has records right and the beeping of his microwave oven where he makes his banquet meals that he eats while he's working <laughs> and we're going to turn that into 
a story song. We're going to turn it into an environment that he, with his words, is going to curate. He's going to explain why he lives in the place that he does. And that's going to be this, this, the ambition behind this series that we're doing. Because they haven't fully started the project, we only have a few snippets to play from the series. And what you're hearing now is a beat that they made entirely from the sounds he made while handling the records in his collection. And as a teaser, Mad Genius recently uploaded this onto their SoundCloud. I'll tell you what it's become. It literally has become a museum. You know, retro, blah, blah, blah. But of course, that's not all of what they have in store for this project. And we're talking to a bunch of other people. We're talking to a burlesque dancer. We're talking to a man who believes that his music venue is haunted. (laughs) Uh, We're talking to uh, a man that makes his own bicycles in his garage. And we're going to make songs about the places that these people live and how personal the sounds of their world are to them. Although Mad Genius started out as a few friends wanting a break from their jobs, it's become something larger than they anticipated. But at the core, they're still just a band. So, you know, we'll we'll work on our pop record because we love pop music. But we'll continue trying to sort of integrate ourselves also into just audio media in general, whether that's SoundCloud or whether that's a a podcast site or whether it's just uh, traditional radio broadcasting, which thankfully we've gotten a few people's attention, and that's great. And despite the lack of an interest from public radio outlets, the attention that they've received for the stuff they've made is more than enough. We're elated that people got an emotional response out of someone screaming outside. We're elated that people got an emotional response out of Hurricane Mike. That's great. Um, And we got a little money out of it too, just a little bit, enough maybe to buy a new microphone or a new mic cable. But, um, but, you know, that's really the goal. It's not really to, you know, to win awards. It's not really to, you know, we're not, we're not trying for, to reach a Peabody, you know. Or, <laughs> uh, I guess the, the goal is just to keep carrying on the way we're carrying on, to keep trying to find the musicality and the stories in just sound, pure, straight, unadulterated sound, and keep using that to make things melodic and, and have a storytelling vehicle. To take a closer listen to the pieces we played on the episode and find out more about Mad Genius, visit our website, everythingsounds.org. And while you're there, be sure to find the iTunes link on there. It's not really well known that iTunes reviews and ratings do a lot for a podcast's exposure, but they actually do. Each rating and review helps us move up in the iTunes rankings, eventually getting us seen by more people. We appreciate everyone that's written a review already, so thanks for that. Today's episode was sponsored by Sound Studio 4 from Felt Tip Inc. Sound Studio 4 for Mac lets you record audio, create podcasts, digitize tapes and records, and create sound effects for your own projects. Information on all of the features at MacSoundStudio.com or in the Mac App Store. Again, that's Sound Studio 4 for Mac. Everything Sounds is also a part of the Mule Radio Syndicate. You can hear us alongside shows like The Shakes, Running From The Law, and The Broad Experience, along with a bunch of other great podcasts. You can see the full lineup at muleradio.net. Like we mentioned, anyone can be a part of Mad Genius as long as you interact with them. So we ask Magnus to give his pitch as to why you should be a member of the collective. Here's what he had to say. Come and join Mad Genius. 
where we turn swans into hi-hats, whispering wind into boys' choirs, and where we turn uh, refrigerator doors into kick drums. Join Mad Genius where we try to find unusual people and give them an unusual sonic vehicle to drive. <laughs> share your noises with us and we'll make interesting art pieces together and if you don't want to share with us just steal from our SoundCloud page we don't mind our samples being used elsewhere because at the end of the day we stole them anyway <laughs> it's, a, it's an open collective for people who just love to share noises and make art out of those noises if that is of any interest to you I would be happy to have you join our little collective with all of our other crazy anonymous friends and we'll make some sonic art together. Thanks for listening to Everything Sounds. Until next time, I'm Craig Shank. And I'm George Drake Jr. And no, we are not mad genius. (laughs) 